know, that makes sense. I, and it's like a hard situation to navigate with, depending on like who they're advocating them for themselves against, you know, mm-hmm. um, there's, there's just so many schools, so many personnel that just take things personally or differently that it, it would just be, I, that, that's why I say how, how important parent involvement is. And I know it's not always possible, but unfortunately, like, it's just going to take like a lot of coaching and teach like conditioning or like, no, not conditioning, wrong word, but like teaching or giving them the tools to like code switch when they need to. Um, I know I didn't, I didn't learn how to do a lot of those things until I was maybe even a 10th or 11th grader in high school. And even then I still didn't feel confident all the time in front of like specific people that I knew had uh, power. So it's just really like teaching them to use the correct um, tones. You know, it's just a lot of, I would say it's like a lot of code switching depending on who they're talking to and how they're talking, um, unfortunately. But it's a win giving them the the knowledge that you're talking about. Um, it's a, it's yeah. a big win. And I know some schools like as early as the, like, for example, the org I work for, they have a uh, college readiness in middle school where mm-hmm. like they're already kind of learning about what SATs are and things like that. And I think it could be beneficial, like to even talk about trade school within that college. Maybe it shouldn't be called college readiness. Maybe it, it can be like a course that's just designed to teach you what comes after high school, you know? Well, or have the have the two of like college readiness, but also like career readiness. Because yeah. if you're a person who's like, like maybe I don't want to go to college immediately after school, I want to work knowing that, hey, I'm not going to have the funds to pay for college and I don't want to go to debt go into debt just to, to go to college of knowing like, all right, let me learn a trade, be able to save up a couple save and then be able to know like, all right, I can now pay for this education that I want to earn. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that, that of just presenting those as options. And like you mentioned, like the knowledge is, is the thing that we want to be able to impart to our kids. And even like you were mentioning about, um, like understanding the the code switching and whatnot. I know for myself as a first gen, my parents are from Haiti. There are certain certain things that if I were to say to them, it's going to be interpreted as disrespect. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're at school, it's like me going back and forth with the teacher. If I'm a teacher who's, <laughs> if I am uh, confident in myself, a kiddo who's having a conversation with me, that can look like even if it's a debate, I'm not going to feel any sort of thing like, personally i'm just like great this kiddo is passionate about whatever whatever he or she they are really engrossed in talking about this whatever whatever however it comes out i can hopefully coach them and teach them like hey kiddo when you do da 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 or when you say this is how it can be interpreted it may not be what you're trying to communicate but here's how i personally would go about it ultimately the choice is yours because you're going to have to live with the ramifications of how you present it but I would go about doing it this way to just give the kids, I guess, like you mentioned, those tools, those options to be able to speak a different way, articulate certain things a particular way so that it can be heard. Because if the person is not receiving, is not hearing it, then it's like it's ultimately going to be um, feeling like it's worth it's not worth your time to continuously have this back and forth with a person if they're never never hearing you. 
And so it sucks. That, that's having, a skill. Yeah. And it sucks having to like just be hit in the face with like that experience not mm -hmm. like going well instead of like mm -hmm. at least having some kind of preparation because yeah. I know I didn't do a lot of preparing and either like I was stuck in a situation where oh dang I just have to do this thing that I'm being told even though I know it's not right and I'm right. going with it and it doesn't feel right mm -hmm. or I tried to advocate in a way that's not productive <laughs> and now I'm I'm rude and um um like instead of being uh instead of being interpreted as a passionate move it's more like oh she was aggressive she, she was nasty you know and um th there's so many ways people are going to interpret a bunch of different things mm -hmm. um like you said it's cultural sometimes uh sometimes it's egos it's, it's so many different things and i think just that part of like learning or or, or prepping or even like a mental health, you know, course or yeah. something that's helping students cope with like how to navigate some of these situations where it's like, it's not personal. You just kind of have to learn how to like do it on your own at some point, you know, we're not yeah. always going to be there holding your hand. Um, and it's an independent learning experience really because you're the one that's emotionally going through that experience. Right. Right. Yeah. And I if you present it to the kids, then them having you as a model, I think speaks volumes to be able to say like, Hey, in my situation, this is how dot, dot, dot happened. This is how I responded to it. And then you, like you mentioned, you have to have a teacher who is solid in of themselves that when the kiddo is speaking to them again, they're not taking it personally, recognizing that, like you just said, this kiddo is really passionate rather than this kiddo is aggressive. And so mm -hmm. it's going to be the, the mindset of the, the audience as well, too. And then just letting our kiddos know, like, look, you can have all the best intentions. You can say it in the perfect tone. You can use the right words. You can be eloquent. And there's still going to be people who are not going to listen to you, who are going to prejudge you, who are going to block you and for you to know, like, hey, it's not you. Because I think that's something that many of the kiddos that we've been in front of have like internalized that somehow they are deficient when in fact it's like, nah, you're plenty. <laughs> you got it. It's because you're of the, the, yeah, you're more than it's, but unfortunately the person who may be the, the gatekeeper is doing just that is gatekeeping as opposed to look, kiddos, my job as a teacher is to prepare you to be a contributing citizen of the society that you're about to go into. And I mm -hmm. got to give you the tools to know how to navigate all that. And, if I'm a teacher who's really about it, then I'm going to, I'm not going to hold anything back. I want as someone has said in the past, I'm like, I want to plant seeds for a tree that I may never sit under. Like mm -hmm. I would tell my kids, like, look, if I ever have kids, you're going to be <laughs> the adults that my kids are going to see. I want to yeah. make sure that, you know, you're the best, whatever, if it's a doctor, writer, lawyer, great. But if it's also a mechanic or a plumber or we someone need those doing HVAC, we need those too. Like, yeah, and I think, it gets cold out here. Yeah, and the well, I don't want to say just the U.S., but like at least in the schools that I that I've worked for, you know, or like just from my experience, it's like a lot of shoving college. And I get it. Like our goal, like I think it became this goal because the opportunity to go to college wasn't there for a lot of uh, mm -hmm. a lot of students in our communities. Like I I get that. Like they want to give this choice. Um, but 
the focus is so much on like what's the percentage of students from your school going yeah. to college and staying there that it's like well what about the kids who are doing some of those tech um trades, uh, trades. yeah careers and now yeah. there's boot camps i have a i have a friend who he went to uci with us um did his four year degree you know spend the money that a four year degree costs and then he mm. did a boot camp uh, for software engineering or some kind of uh, computer or IT, IT stuff. And it was like a three or four month program. Like it was like a, a very fast paced boot camp. Uh, and it was like a, a guarantee that you would like go and network and then get find a job, you know, a good job. And yeah. it cost maybe even like one year's worth of a four year degrees or maybe even less. So I think there's just so many options now. And I think we're just so stuck on like, oh, just a four year, just a four year that it's, mm -hmm. it's really crippling at some point because some of the, like you said, some of these kids don't want to do it straight, straight out of high school or they want to see their or feel for their options. Now, um, community college is free for two years. Yeah. So there's just so many other things. And I think we push it so much because of the numbers. Mm -hmm. Um that we lost the the actual vision and the goal. Like it was just providing opportunity, but opportunity doesn't mean just one. It doesn't just mean college and getting in debt. If that's not what you want to do. Man, you said, you said it, you said it, you said it. Uh, so it, a lot in, in the past, I've been at organizations as well too, that have just been like, Let's get kids to college. Let's get kids to college. Let's get kids to college without then also thinking, how's this kid going to pay for college? When this kiddo gets to campus, do they truly know how to navigate if they're a children of color, like to be at a PWI, to know that, hey, a lot of people don't look like you, how to prepare for that, um, how to respond to that. Um, and then two, if you are a kiddo who wants to go into a trade, like you just mentioned, or if it's something like the bootcamp that you mentioned too, for them to know like, Hey, these are options that they can, um, they can take and take advantage of so that, yeah, within a year you then come out and you are, you're earning, you're contributing to society. Or even if it is like, I keep coming back to the mechanic because we had a conversation where, um, another teacher was saying how they took their car in and they could see that the person was stating like for labor, it was 70 to $80 an hour. And then parts was X amount of dollars. And the, person was just like me as a teacher, as an admin, knowing that I'm taking my car <laughs> in to get fixed. This mechanic is making more than me. Oh yeah. But that isn't something that we're act, at least for myself, I'm not actively hearing schools like, Hey, if you want to set up a business, here's what you would need to do to set up your business. If the mechanic is what you want to be, if the plumber is what you want to be, if it's electrician, whatever, this is how you would set it up and then go, or here's how you can go and earn a, an apprenticeship under someone, learn from them. And then know, all right, a couple of um, years, I can come out four years under them and then come out owning your own business. All of those are options that I think we should uh, speak more to because yeah, just going to college in of itself isn't, isn't sufficient. And, and schools make it so hard for like us educate or like the system makes it like really difficult mm. for us to like, provide some of this information in, in a way that is, is valued. Um, and what I mean by that is, um, like 
we can tell students about all these opportunities, but at the end of the day, how are we going to be evaluated, right? Um, the schools still have numbers to meet, and um, unfortunately, that's part of the focus where I think it should just be preparing, like you said, preparing students to do something productive outside of high school when they're done, you know? Yeah. And these opportunities, and as much as these mechanics and um, all these trade workers are making, it's still not something that's like, um, uh, how do you say it? Like it's not valued or it's not, when you compare it to, um, when you compare it to like going to high, going to a four year university, it's like, why, why do we put that up here? When, yeah. like you said, like we have four year degrees, yeah. but we're not making as much as somebody who didn't get a four year degree <laughs> and they're yeah. providing, they're paying taxes, they're doing everything. Yep. Um, and who knows there, there has to be reasons why they want to go that route. Like you said, they mm -hmm. might be looking up to an uncle, somebody in their family who already has a plug for them. Exactly. Exactly. And we're over here forcing them to do something that exactly yep. maybe is not yep. the best option. Not for in, not the best option for them. It might be the best option for John, Sally, or Shaquan. But like, if Carlos wants to do something and it's not that, let him do it or help him and support him so that he knows that he's got the options that uh, to do whatever it is that he wants to do. <sighs> yeah, I just, I just wish it was more appreciated and more, um, like, less taboo of, like, oh, you only need to talk about college and going mm. to visit four-year universities. You know, why can't we go visit that tech program and, and mm -hmm. see how they can pay for that, you know? Yeah. And talk yeah. about those kind of options or the boot camp or, you know, yeah. how to get it paid for. Think I think in having these conversations with teachers such as yourself who are thinking differently, who are wanting to give our kiddos different options, I think that's part of the goal of the, the podcast as well is like, if we can get that information out to whomever, hopefully there'll be a parent that hears this. Hopefully there'll be a teacher that hears this and then shares it. Because um, it seems like there's a lot of information that it's just a matter of just connecting with the right people to be able to get, to get it out there. So mm -hmm. that maybe then if the teacher is hesitant to be like, hey, I don't want to be the the one giving all this, but Hey kiddo, you should go check out so-and-so <laughs> go check out, listen to this, this, here's this link. Um, yeah. And, and then we have people to connect them with, you know, like, yeah. like I said, my friend who went to UCI with us, or you probably have somebody that, you know, that did a trade tech, um, yep. and just helping them navigate through that. Because unfortunately, like I wouldn't know how to give, um, like guidance step-by-step step mm -hmm. on how to do this, but I know somebody yeah. that can come in and talk to the kiddos or 100%. You know, connect them as a mentor. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Like if, no. if I have a kid that doesn't want to be forced into college, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong. I think that's it. It's just the sharing of the knowledge so that it doesn't, um, so that those kiddos can just make the choices for themselves or that them and their families can make those choices for themselves. And that's these kids up. are learning a lot of things through like TikTok and all these other mm -hmm. things. And it's like, people are getting upset. Like, oh, these kids, like they think they know everything off TikTok, but it's like, the reality is they're, they're, they are learning a lot of hacks and a lot of things that otherwise we wouldn't know, you know? And if that's yeah. like the platform that they're getting some of that knowledge from, I mean, it is what it is. It Maybe is, it's like, as long as they're getting it. Like, 
Yeah, the start of like the research they're about to start making because that one TikTok told them to go look at tax tax information and now they kind yeah. of learn on their own, you know? Yeah. We're not doing it at school. That's the reality. Right. It is. It is. I agree with you a hundred percent. Wherever the kiddos are able to get it and they're able to critique it and see if it's truly valid so that they don't get swindled or hoodwinked. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Cause I think that's the other part too, is like when you don't know, and then you have this other person's like, all right, I know that so-and-so doesn't know, or this group or this community doesn't know, I'm going to look into, to take advantage of them. Once you do know, he's like, nah, B, don't, don't do that. Like, don't follow this person when they say to do such and such. In actuality, it should be this. So it's coming from a verifiable or reputable person. That's, that's true. it. That's it. That part. So is many of us, cause so many of us were taking advantage of, or the reason why our parents might be hesitant is because they were taking advantage of, and they just don't want that to happen to their that's kids. True. That's a good yeah. point, Mr. Pierre. Yeah. Yeah. I love asking my guests because there is so much negativity. Um, what is bringing them joy at the moment? <laughs> um, I'm expecting my first baby. So um, I think I have three weeks left. Yes, I have three mm. weeks left. And I'm just like very excited and nervous at the same time. But like, I'm excited yeah. to just see what my baby's going to look like and be like <laughs> for this journey. So we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Sensational. Congratulations. Thank you, and thinking about um, knowing that music is such a big thing. Um, is there a particular playlist? Is there a particular artist that you are, you're listening to? Um, I, I'm like very old school. So I just listen to kind of the same music, but there is this new Kendrick Lamar song that I don't know when it came out that Carlos showed me and it's pretty good. I don't know if it's called attractive okay, um, or something along those lines, but it's, it's pretty good. And I like his music videos. So that's what I, yeah. <laughs> so some Kendrick Lamar. Excellent. Excellent. Well, folks, this conversation with uh, Ms. Morales has been fantastic. There are a couple of <laughs> things have been dropped in terms of gems of things that I'm hoping that you'll be able to, to glean from one of them being like, do not be a gatekeeper. If you've got information and you can help, Don't be that please person. share it. Don't be that person, <laughs> which is also part of the, the hope for this podcast of just if you're a person in education, if you're a teacher, if you're a former teacher, no shade to you. It's very much appreciated of what you've done. And so that you'll be able to share with your kiddos um, information so that they can be be better. And so I am Mr. Pierre. I thank you very much for listening. She's Mr. Thank Morales. You, Mr. Pierre. Thank you for having me. Oh. It was so much fun. And this was thank a joy. You for asking all the good questions. <laughs> <laughs> asking all them questions. This is another episode of the Chronicles. <laughs> Chronicles of Mr. And we're out. We are out. Hey there, everyone. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Chronicles of Mister.